This podcast includes unapologetic logic and reason and may not be suitable for all audiences. In a world full of nonsense, he's been called the voice of uncommon common sense. He sees the abnormal that many find normal. Author and award-winning speaker, he is Chris. Every day you look at the news and you see the problems here in just about, not just about, In every single American city, every single American state, problems, division, turmoil. But it's not just here. If you look a little further, you'll find that we're in this period of international turmoil, unrest around the world, fighting in every corner, every corner of the globe, nation against nation where no threat exists. The nations fight within themselves like France. Where's the leadership in all this? Where do we go from here? Who's going to step up? Why are we having these problems? You look at the uh, recent international headlines, and what do you see? Airstrikes in Syria. Here we go again in the Middle East. Uh, Airplanes grounded in Germany. Did you know about this? Strikes. France is on fire. The country is burning. Ukraine is lights out. Australia turning their back on Taiwan. And by the way, I don't know if you knew this, Costa Rica. You ever been to Costa Rica? I have. It's being overrun by wealthy people that are fleeing their own countries. What does this tell you? Asia is threatening to fight. Europe is fighting unrest. Eastern Europe fighting for survival. The world is turning into a giant octagon, but there's no prize in this fight. What are we even fighting for? There's no clear answer to that, and it's by design, and I'm going to get to that part at the end, so stay tuned. Lots of stories to cover here. I hope I can put put together, connect the dots for you. I might sound a little out of it today. I just uh, got back from the gym. No, I wasn't working out. Let's not get too crazy. Um, I actually went down to, to go in the steam room just to uh, – I feel that I'm not uh, you know, not coughing. I'm not contagious or anything like that. I thought it was okay to go down there and do a little uh, therapy, if you will. And uh, it was good. But anyway, the heat kind of got to me a little bit. So I, I might not be you know as sharp as I normally would be. But I guarantee you, I have a lot more in-depth to provide to you than anything you'll get on cable news. So let's jump in. Uh, The Iranian uh, uh, targets in Syria. Interesting kind of story because I was just thinking to myself the other day, not the first time that I've had a premonition, not the first time that I've had a wartime premonition, but I had a little dream, if you will, or a thought. I don't remember which, but I do remember the, the thought vividly, I guess, the dream, whatever it was. And that was, why don't we start taking out these Iranian drone manufacturing facilities? Seems like it's a, if there's, if there's any true national security risk out there, wouldn't you say that the Iranians selling off fleets of drones to whoever and anybody anywhere, anybody with a buck? You buy a fleet of Iranian armed drones, I'm going to say that's a bit of a problem. You have people coming across the southern border with these things strapped to backpacks. 
Yeah, tell me it couldn't happen. I don't know. Tell me things couldn't get loonier. Anyway, it turns out that's not what this was about, but the um, Iranians, I guess, killed a U.S. contractor, they're saying. I don't know what that was all about. Probably something deeper to that, I would imagine. Remember I said that. It'll make more sense here when I get towards the end, when I get to my, my grand finale. Strikes in German airports. Well, let me back up before I get to the strikes in German airports. Back to the Iranian drones a second. And the U.S. airstrike on Iranian-linked targets in Syria. What does that even mean? Where's the bona fide evidence provided to anywhere? Where's the oversight? There is none. And you think, oh, well, there's got to be somebody checking. I, I don't think so. And for all we know, they didn't drop any bomb or dropped a bomb in a field or who knows what. Who knows? For this to become a story, all I know is it seems like every time a president gets in trouble, they like to drop bombs. You ever notice that? Very interesting, really. So, uh, who knows what's really going on, what the real purpose was, and who this contractor was. That's kind of the points on that. What was the? It's amazing that the president just orders these strikes. The United States military. It's evil. Plainly evil. What gives us the right to just go in there unilaterally, no judge, no jury, no evidence? And then we're dropping bombs. No evidence provided. I didn't say none exists. They said none provided. So that's one story. Unrest in the Middle East. Again, there's a bigger story there. What's going on in Syria? You don't even know. You don't hear any reports. Constant fighting. Uh, Reuters report. German airports grounded after strikes affecting airlines. Why? Uh, Pay due to high inflation. Well, well, well. Hasn't hit here in the same way. Certainly not that it's hit Europe. I don't know about Japan. These countries that uh, are tied to the dollar, the dollar seems to be doing okay due to to everybody else's... um, struggling. I don't know, but when all the flights are grounded in Germany, I would say that's an indication of a problem, wouldn't you? Civil unrest? International issue with the uh, United States dropping bombs? International unrest affecting air travel in Germany? Then you've got this uh, issue in France. And Here's the issue, and maybe there's more to this, I don't know, but the way I understand it, they're raising the retirement age from 62 to 64. Now, pay close attention, because this is coming to the United States. It really is. I'm 52. I'm thinking to myself, could this happen to me? I I believe it really could. Absolutely, I do. Absolutely, I do. And um, I actually almost expect it at this point. I really do. I don't know. Hopefully somebody will come to their senses, do something soon, create kind of a tiered system or something like that. Maybe I'll make the cutoff and and still be able to retire. But then the, the, it's going to be a different problem because you're going to say to the 18-year-old, it's not going to be 64 for them because you're going to blend all this together. You're going to say, well, you guys aren't going to retire until 65 What kind of retirement is that? Well, people are living longer. That stopped. That trend is reversing. But either way, 
I was talking to a guy once down at the gym. Uh, he delivers mission food products to, you know, box stores. And um, it's physical, a physical job. You know, I'm guessing he was 62, 60, 62. And he was talking to me. He's like, yeah, I don't know. I'm how much longer I can get up at 3 in the morning to go run these routes, moving these heavy hand trucks around. Lifting, reaching, takes a toll. All takes a toll. He owns the route, so he's like the business owner. Crazy. Anyway, uh, you know, is he going to be forced to do that to 65? Yeah, forced to, but that's when you can collect Social Security. Well, it becomes the, the, to the point where it's no benefit at all, right? I don't know. Uh, anyway, that's the issue in France. It's going to be coming to other countries. Uh, politically, this is a, a killer. Putin knows this. He tried it in Russia, and guess what? They erupted and revolted over there. It's amazing. You know, you think that where's the problems? Is it Black Lives Matter? Is it the white nationalists? Is it the, is it the young woke people? Oh, no. It's those nasty old people you got to look out for. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It's no joke. Pops gets angry, starts wielding that cane around. You better look out. Angry old people. <laughs> Don't you mess with my retirement. Well, France is learning the lesson. The country's on fire. They, they, they're, they're crushing the grapes to pour on the flames. That's how bad it is. I don't know about that, but you get the idea. Ukraine, talking about a counterattack. Uh... They say that the Wagner mercenaries have suffered huge losses. Well, I believe none of this, of course. I don't know how you could. But what is going on in Ukraine? Some kind of slow grind. Very interesting, really, that if you think about it, Putin, think about this a second. If his goal was the two areas that he got, and I don't know that it is or it isn't, you know, they did seem that they were going into Kiev. Um, maybe he just says, hey, I don't have to rush this, I guess, is what I'm trying to get at. He just say, I'll keep pulling guys out of prison. I'll, keep, I'll lower my prison population. What a great idea. Here's the deal. You get out of prison, and you go in the Army, and you go fight in Ukraine, and you serve a period of time. As long as you survive, hey, you get paid, you get out. Blah, 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 blah. You can even have a career in the Army if you want. You know, of course, you might limit this. What a great idea when you think about it. This is what the American Army needs. to Take every drug uh, offender. Here's the deal. All right? And you lay it out. I think it's a great idea. Putin getting a, a great value out of this, even if a few people do die when you think about it. He says, ah, they were in prison, rotting. I've given them an opportunity. It's one way of looking at it. I don't know what's going on. You tell me. What, what's going on in Ukraine? What's the deal? I thought China maybe was going to come in and, and declare a peace deal. But what, why do they need to act? Why does China need to do anything? When has China ever done anything? All this talk about China is going to take Taiwan and China this. And when have they ever attacked anybody? Australia says not committing to siding with the United States in a, pot a potential Taiwan conflict. Australia loves China. 
What potential conflict? But boundaries are being drawn. What alliance does the United States have? What, with Europe at this point? Um, Saudi Arabia is shaky at best. How about in Central and South America? Who are our allies? Canada? (laughs) Get out of here. I don't know. Ukraine says Bakhmut situation is stabilizing. Putin plays down tank shortage. Well, Ukraine, Zelensky was saying they can't have a counteroffensive because he doesn't have the weapons. Where's the weapons? All the promises that we heard. $400 billion today. $400 billion tomorrow. Do I hear two? Do I hear four? What is it today? $200 billion to Ukraine. Sold! Not a tank to be seen. Not a quart of blood to be found. Where is the money, you might ask? Don't you dare. We'll talk about it. Just hold on. As the rich swarm Costa Rica, thousands of monkeys are being electrocuted. And anything they can do uh, to demonize rich people, right? They're killing the monkeys. It's crazy. People fleeing, going down. So well, this is kind of fascinating to me because Costa Rica is basically a beautiful place. I don't have anything bad to say about it. Eating, uh, I think it's a redfish on the, uh, I forget the type of fish. Uh, the guy caught him. We took these four-wheelers out there, and uh, out on the beach, this guy's fishing, had this uh, drum set up with a little oil in there and cooked that fish up right there on the beach. <whistles> Knocked down a couple of coldies. What a ride that was along the beach with the wind in your, in your face. Fresh. That fish was fresh as you can get. Good stuff. Anyway, that's what I remember about Costa Rica. Now they're killing the monkeys because people are afraid to stay in their own countries. Why are they afraid to stay in their own countries? Well, the Democrats, of course. Well, maybe it's Republican. I don't know. Is it Trump? People aren't fleeing. Yeah, well, some people flee because of Trump, I guess. I guess you could go both ways with that. Well, anyway, people are leaving. They're going to Costa Rica, and now they're killing the damn monkeys. Um, I talked about this the other day. You know, you got these incidents going on. I'm giving you just a few. The fighting and the and the, uh, the posturing going on and weapons buildups, it's alarming, to say the least. Uh, clearly, uh, I think the result of a destabilizing of America not being able to continue to, on the path that it was, I guess. I don't know. Anyway, I mentioned the story the other day as part of that. Um, Z tells Putin, uh, change is coming that hasn't happened in a hundred years. Ooh, what does that mean? What does that mean? Well, maybe it's about time that that there be a proper balance of world uh, power, that there be a proper level of competitiveness. And I don't know, you know, it's hard for me to really support the Chinese, but who have they ever attacked? Who the, the Russians, they took Crimea, right? So they've been making some moves. They've been fighting in Syria. Uh, but that's about it in recent times, right? Who's the aggressor? You could argue, how could you say Russia's not? Okay, I'll give you that. But not China. How's China been an aggressor? Well, they fight in different ways. They don't fight with bloodshed. And... Um, it's a sinister game, all the same. Same with the Russians. 
But it's the same with us. And it's that part of the story that I want to get to. There was an article by Judge Napolitano. Remember that guy used to be on Fox News a lot? I think he got the boot. I don't know. Who knows? They always say it's like a sex thing. I think that's just a way of ending out with a little drama, a little spike in the ratings, help the new guy in maybe. I don't know. What do you think? I don't know. It always seems like it's a sex thing. Anyway, Napolitano, I don't know what his deal was. He, he went for a walk. And the article here is, what happens when the firemen are the arsonists? And he's trying to make the point about the politicians, you know, creating the problems that they're supposed to be the ones solving, really. And I used an analogy. I told a story way back. And I talked to, I said this story. Here's what I told. I said, imagine your son was accused of murder. And you knew 100% that they were innocent because their uh, alibi was you. You were with them. But for some reason, the DA wouldn't go along with this. And your son is getting getting ready to be holed up in county jail on this warrant, million-dollar bond. And you put up the money. You mortgage your house. And you get down to the bail. I don't even know how that stuff works. But whatever you do, you got a million dollars on the line for your kid because you know he's innocent. And on top of that, you got to come up with another hundred, hundred and fifty thousand to get the best lawyer in town. And uh, you get down to to uh, uh, Biswig and Biswig, and Mister Biswig himself, Mister Biswig Senior, uh, he knows his way around the courts, and he's going to help you. And promises you that on your good word, sir, your son will see the light of day as a free man. Indeed. And about halfway through the trial, you're starting to see these peculiarities. You're like, excuse me, uh, Mr. Biswig, you know, doesn't that help them? Oh, you don't know your way around here. You don't understand. Things are complicated. Let me handle things. You're about a little more than halfway through, and you go down for a visit with them. You're not too happy about some of the things going on. You happen to see a check from the prosecutor. And you say, well, hey, wait a minute. How can you have a check from the DA's office? Mr. Biswick, what is going on? Do you doing work for the for the DA's office while you're supposed to be representing my son? No, you don't understand. And how would you feel in that situation about your son getting a fair trial? Would you and this is what's happening in politics every damn day. And the firemen are the arsonists, isn't it really? They're out there lighting fires and then going to dictate to us how much it's going to cost to put them out and how they got to put Oh, no, you can't use water because of climate change. <laughs> Just let it burn. Let it burn. I use the story of a lawyer. And you find out that they're getting paid by the other side. What would you say to that? Look who's paying Biden. It's just one example. Mitch the snitch, he bowed out quietly, got whacked on the head. He'll be done. Ah, let me get out before it gets too hot. Really? How can Biden represent us when he's paid by China? How's that work? What The Bible says you can't have two masters. This is reported by The Hill. All right, the Hill. I would say, if anything is in the you know not uh, right or left, I would say more left. 
but they probably have some right-leaning writers as well. Um, Let me offer this to you. Over the course of several years, members of the Biden family and their companies have received over $1.3 million in payments. Most of this money came as a result of wire transfers from a Chinese energy company and went, the payments went not only to Hunter and James Biden, I believe his brother, but also to Holly Biden and an unknown Biden. It is unclear what services were provided to obtain this $1.3 million. And it goes on to detail this story. Now, you think it's by coincidence that Biden supports the new green scam and tighter regulations on oil and gas. and Either way, either way, how is it that he's truly acting in the interests of the American people when there's $1.3 million that were paid to him? This is one incidence. That $1.3 million, just to put it in perspective, is more than his entire, no, almost as much as his entire three-year salary, four-year salary. Told you I was in the sauna. Give me a break. Three-year salary, how's that as president? I don't know. How is it legal? How is it that the media isn't talking about it? I mean, what, what is newsworthy? Tell me that this system and Biden aren't working against us. You tell me who and what are they working for? How is it when there's $1.3 million flowing into his pocket? People in the family, how do you explain that from one company? What did they do? What was it? What's the explanation? There is none, and they don't care. They don't care. So who are they really working for? Well, how about this? Welcome to the subprime banking crisis. This is really fascinating. Banks for rich people are different from other banks. They used to have more money. The problem now, uh, they're making the case in the Wall Street Journal, that these banks are over-leveraged. I would say to you the definition of rich has vastly shifted with all this money printing. You know, I mean, think about it. With all the inflation, what's the limit on the FDIC cap? I don't even know. Um, they haven't raised that. Where's the clamoring for that? You know, they clamored for $15 minimum wage. Where's the clamoring for million-dollar minimum insurance? I mean, other insurance works that way. Why don't they... Rewrite it, change the the reserve thresholds, and raise the limits properly to navigate modern times. Why isn't that even a discussion in all seriousness? Any other insurer, what do you think? Go look at what Geico's doing. Go look at what every insurer around the country has been doing for the past four or five years. Stockpiling cash because they knew what was coming. But the FDIC, they're... Okay, great. Anyway, um, 
what's all this about? I want to, uh, oh, I thought this was here. I cannot believe this. My grand finale just got ruined. You're going to have to just bear with me a second as I, uh, oh, I do. Do I have it right here? No, I don't. I'm very disappointed. Something strange uh, going on with my, my computer, not my computer, apps, everything. You know what that tells me? That tells me that there's like a vast, um, what do you call it, hack or security breach that went on. You ever had that happen where all of a sudden you got to log back into everything? It's not always the case, but something goofy's going on. Somebody was getting in somewhere. All right. So here's my point. You got all this unrest around the world, and then all the politicians are filling their pockets with foreign money. I mean, I don't know. You do the math, right? And if they're getting paid all that money from these foreign governments, far more than they're getting paid here in America, then who are they working for? I've been saying to you that they're sabotaging us, our own government attacking us. What more evidence do you need? So then this subprime banking thing, the point I'm making about that is we're on a financial cliff right now. You know, I don't know where. Are we at the edge, near the edge, over the edge? I don't know. Nobody knows. We'll find out. Wall Street Journal, which is supposed to be a credible organization, comes out with this crap like, well, the problem is that the wealthy banks, probably Trump's fault for changing regulation, told him, yeah, go out and unload all of your cash and sit there completely exposed. Yeah, I remember Trump saying that, not. You know, the banks make their decisions, right? And so now you got these these so-called wealthy depositors clamoring, where's my money? Well, I mean, you know, where is the money? I've said this myself. You went, well, I got a million dollars, and I got, sorry, you get nothing. What do you mean I get nothing? The bank wrote loans. Not all of them went bad. What am I going to get? 70 cents on the dollar? 50 cents on the dollar? All this has to be settled. We didn't even get any of that. It's all a bunch of nonsense. And as I mentioned, that you only talk about the real exposure of the FDIC, it's going to be a pennies of what they, they advertised. They could easily set this up. Turn it over to Geico. They could do it. I'm not necessarily suggesting that, but it is an option, really, when you think about it. Anyway, I think a lot of this war effort is a convenient way for the politicians to fill their pockets while disguising uh, the fact that they've completely mismanaged affairs here at home. There's more to this story. I saw this post. I sent it to a friend who was very high up in the Army. Um, he said, uh, Putin, it says Putin... Uh, said that 95% of the world's terrorist attacks are made, you ready for this? 95% of terrorist attacks around the world made by who? Who would you say? Putin says the CIA. He said the CIA does not work on behalf of the American people or act in their interests. The CIA is a rogue element of the deep state and an expression of the will of world oligarchy and their vision for a new world order. What does all that tell you? I sent it to my friend. He said it's 100% true. Let me leave you with this little thought. When was the last time you saw ISIS 
or some other rogue renegade terrorist group riding around in Chinese military vehicles. Hmm? When was the last time you saw that? Probably never, because it never happened. But all these American wars all over the place, never ending. And somehow they've convinced so many people that all these things are still the fault of somebody else. It's a big lie. I hope I was able to expose at least a couple of things, at least for you to think about a little bit today. God willing, I sure hope to be back tomorrow. I sure hope to see you there. In the meantime, make it a great day.